0: Hello everyone, my name is Ahad Hassan and welcome to Titan Alumni Talks, a weekly podcast where we talk to alumni about their journey as a Titan and where they are today. Having been established in 1957, CSUF is now nearing 300,000 alumni. Because we are a family of Titans, we should ask the question, who are our alumni? Join me every week as we meet some of our CSUF alumni from various industries to answer this question. For today's episode, we have Andrew Zamparia as our guest. He graduated from Cal State Fullerton with a bachelor's in marketing in 2009, and he now works as a director of national sales at National Hot Rod Association. So thank you, Andrew, for being with us today.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be with you guys. This should be fun. Yeah.
0: So to start off with, what do you do at NHRA?
1: So NHRA, so we're the world's largest sanctioning body of drag racing, so we promote drag racing throughout the world, uh, specifically here in the nation. We have 24 national events throughout the country, um, average about 70,000 fans, and we just invite uh, hot rodders everywhere from, you know, your 1960s Camaro all the way up to 11,000 horsepower monsters, you know, top fuel dragsters that go 330 miles per hour. Uh, So my goal is, uh, I oversee national sales, so I'm trying to find partnerships that are mutually rewarding for both, you know, the NHRA and drag racing, as well as my clients, uh, and just try to connect them with our, our loyal motorsports fan base. So I work with race cars, I work with fun, energetic people and you know kinda of that's the world I'm trying to connect between companies and, and our vans. So, how
0: did you get into this whole Hot Rod Association?
1: Growing up, those are my two passions, right? I, I love cars. I, you know, my dad, uh, we always used to talk about cars. My dad grew up with, with a ton of cars and Trans Am's, Camaros, like that was his, his wheelhouse. And I love sports. So, if there was an opportunity, kind of peanut butter and jelly, right, to yeah. put them two together, you know, that's where I wanted to be. So, I'm very passionate about cars. I'm very passionate about sports. And I've had an opportunity to work in, in both the sports world uh, and work in the motorsports world, and, and I've kind of found my, my passion right here. So right out of college, uh, I had an opportunity to work for the Los Angeles Clippers, oh, okay. you know, coming out of Cal State Fullerton in uh, inside sales. Um, and so from that, I kind of just, you know, transitioned to, you know, the NFL, you know, minor league sports, NASCAR, uh, and, and here I am today with the National Hot Rod Association.
0: So what made you think that I want to be a part of sales? Because you got the sports aspect of it
1: right so in the sales aspect um you know to pay my way through college i actually worked at wells fargo um and this was just one of those i needed a job you know my buddy actually worked at wells fargo and he actually got me in people he actually went to cal state as well um so we both went to cal state 410 he got me a job uh at wells fargo uh and i was a teller you know and i found success in, in just talking to people uh and and selling them opportunities you know through different kind of banking you know investments uh but i found myself being really successful in that and uh i really do enjoy the opportunity to build relationships with people, and and that kind of leads to an easy transition to sales. Uh, Took a sales class while I was at Cal State Fullerton and really enjoyed the class, but kind of going back to my passion, I wanted to find something where, yeah, I can sell, and I can make those worthwhile relationships, but I also wanted to sell something that I enjoyed selling, right, and so sports. And so that's why I thought, okay, maybe I can find something where, you know, I can put kind of two, those two passions, something I, I enjoy, something, uh, you know, I, I enjoy doing as far as building relationships. Uh, and I just did some research and found a good opportunity to put your first foot in the door in the sports industry was inside sales and kind of an inside sales program. Uh, and I saw an opportunity come up with the Los Angeles Clippers at the time. Uh, and I just jumped full in on board uh, to try to get that job and did, did a lot of crazy things to try to get that position. But yeah, I wouldn't have changed anything for the world. And I've been in sales for 10 years now.
0: So prior to sales, when you got into marketing, were you an undeclared major when you got into Cal State Fullerton, or did you know that you wanted to be part of marketing?
1: So I, I wanted to be part of marketing. So kind of my, my path was I actually went to Chafee College, which is actually in ranch Cucumonga. So it was a community college here. Uh, so right out of high school, I took that path and went to a community college because I had no clue what I wanted to do, right? Um, and just financially, it just made a little more sense for, for me and my family. Uh, so I went to Chafee College. Um, yeah, I mean, and there I actually took a business marketing class. Uh, and it was with a professor who, he did a lot of trade shows and conferences. And uh, I just thought, how cool would it be to be obviously in sales and travel? And, and and at that time, I was like, that sounds like an awesome opportunity. I can do that. I can be in marketing and be in business. Why not? Uh, and so when I came to Cal State Fullerton, obviously in my third year, um, I declared as a, a business marketing major. Uh, and then from there, uh, you know, I kind of had those focuses of, you know, taking a sales class, taking marketing classes, and obviously to, to get my major. And I took a, I became part of a club, the American Marketing Association, which I think was really instrumental. Yeah, I remember one time we had a speaker come in uh, and he was with Anaheim Ducks. And that's kind of what led that first initial thought, like, okay, business marketing, obviously AMA, uh, Anaheim Ducks, the sports. And okay, maybe there's opportunities out there. And that w- that's what really opened my eyes. And that's when I really started looking, okay, what do, what do I got to do? What do I got to take that first step to, to land that job in the sports industry? And that's where it all started.
0: So let's shift gears a bit. Tell me about your experience at Cal State Fullerton. So you commuted from Rancho Cucamonga to Cal State Fullerton every day?
1: So I did that the first year. So going into my junior year at Cal State Fullerton, I did that the first year. I commuted from Rancho Cucamonga uh, where I was born and, and raised there. Uh, I did that for about a year. Then after that, I figured, you know what? I got honey to dive all in. Uh, and I moved into an apartment building right across the street right there on Nutwood. Uh, I lived with you know, two other guys. So It was three of us in a one-bedroom apartment. We somehow made it work. Um But I wouldn't have changed any of those experiences in the world. I mean, some of the stories we had and just the experiences we had, we still talk about it today Uh, every time we get a chance to meet up and and have good times. I mean, so, um, yeah, that that was an uh, incredible experience uh, being able to go and live on campus and be at Cal State Fullerton because it just gave me an opportunity to go and, you know, taking a lot more of what Cal State Fullerton had to offer, you know, the clubs, the events, the experiences, being here uh, to study and obviously taking advantage of the gym and just, yeah. So I do enjoy I did enjoy the opportunity to be here and lived here. I did it for, you know, probably I think only six months really as I commuted back and forth. Uh, and then after that, you know, I wanted to be here and I found a way to make it work by splitting the rent with two other guys. Because
0: <laughs> then uh, you experience both the commuting side and the living on right. campus. Yeah. And definitely, it seems that living on campus, you do get more of the campus life. And you don't have to worry about, say, you're commuting with public transport, I have to get the last train, or mm-hmm. like if the last train leaves at, say, eight o'clock, you have to worry about that. And you can't go to some events, or if you have to commute, you still want to get back home in a reasonable time and deal right. with the traffic. But living across the street, it seems a lot more convenient when it comes to participating in the clubs, the events the social life on campus.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can still do that if you do. I mean, if you commute, I mean, I was part of the American Marketing Association AMA when I was commuting. um, But you just got to make sure that you're investing more time being here. You know, that whole orange crush and traffic. I mean, that's a sweet science when (laughs) you got to figure out, you know, what time should I leave? Should I leave at six? I better just leave at like 7.30 or eight, right? And just go get dinner here. Um, So yeah, you can definitely do it. Um, You know, obviously you're just going to have to invest some of your time uh, and just know that investing some of your time now is going to work out and pay off later in the future. Uh, So if you are commuting, great. Just make sure that you're investing your time in yourself. Uh, And if you're worried about traffic every single day, I mean, that should be the last thing you should be worried about. You should be worried about being here, investing yourself, meeting people, gaining those relationships, networking, uh, because that'll pay off. Uh, And I had the opportunity to go and live here on campus and live here close to campus. uh, And I wouldn't trade that experience for the world because it just elevated and made it so much easier to experience Cal State Fullerton to the fullest.
0: So you mentioned that you were part of the American Marketing Association. Mm-hmm. So that was also at the JC and here?
1: Uh, so that was just here. Oh, okay. That was yeah. just here.
0: Mm-hmm. So what other clubs did you do on campus?
1: So that was it. I mean, that it took a lot of time because actually when I was there, I, I really invested in it. I mean, I became the vice president of community relationships. Oh. So my my goal was to go and, and funny enough, try to get you know, marketing dollars for the club uh, as well as try to get speakers you know for the club as well to come out here and what well, I think at the time we had like weekly uh, meetings so we try to get, you know, alumni to come back and just speak to our club. Uh, and so when I was here, I mean, I was pretty invested. In I went into the AMA conference in New Orleans at the time. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was such a great experience going with those other board uh, executives that were part of the AMA at the time.
0: So this is a pretty broad national group that you guys had.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the AMA is everywhere. I mean, a lot of colleges uh, have that specific club, American Marketing Association. And uh, so we had a national conference and I was lucky enough to be able to go to that national conference. And yeah, got a chance to experience New Orleans, which is, you know, interesting in itself. Um, And yeah, just I mean, that was one that I just invested a lot of time in when I was here. I mean, I was see I was here for two years, invested a lot of time in that, Uh, obviously with the school and everything. it It kept me pretty busy.
0: So can you tell us about any like memorable experiences you had at Cal State Fullerton? Is there anything that like stands out as this is like a great memory I had, or this changed my life, or something that shifted what I do now.
1: Um, so, I mean, there's a ton of experiences, probably a lot of experience I can't really talk about, too. Um, <laughs> I remember when the Mahilo building yeah. was actually built. I mean, that was such a oh, okay. cool building. Yeah. You know, that was one where it had just been unveiled, uh, and everybody wanted to have a class in there because they had the Starbucks, like right there. And then, oh man, like, everybody was trying to get there. So that was one of the coolest experiences. Like, I got a chance to be uh, part of the club, but also meet a lot of people who were instrumental in, in making that building happen. Um, so, I mean, a lot of those experiences, obviously connecting with the building and, and them really elevating the business, you know, business major and business class and, and kind of those programs uh, were really instrumental, you know, when I was here. Um, so, that's, yeah, one of the experiences that I got to be part of that new building. And obviously, it led for a lot more opportunities, um, you know, to just experience different things in the business world uh, and networking. And obviously, it goes back to building those relationships that you can use you know, later down the path. And I'm still friends with a lot of those people who were part of, you know, that event, that experience, the club me you know, taking them from here so i was big into playing basketball uh, here so we had our obviously i lived with my roommates um, but i also had cousins i went to cal state fortune as well uh, and we were notorious for finding a way to get into the gym at like one two o'clock in the morning and we would play like mad basketball sessions uh you know shout out to Sergio and Crystal and Steven and we would we'd go and play basketball um yeah you know, two o'clock in the morning one o'clock in the morning and play till three o'clock at night and we would just it would be some of the most intense pickup basketball games but somehow there would always be people to play with uh, at that time so that was probably one of the coolest experiences of Cal State Fullerton is that I remember going back and just have mad basketball sessions here in the middle of the night uh, but that was just one of those things that we did to pass up time and had to yeah, that experience was really fun. It
0: is it is nice finding like places that are unlocked and that that are supposed to be locked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shouldn't say much about those places, but it, it is nice to uh, see them <laughs> and, yeah. like actually experience it and when like no one knows much about
1: it yeah those are those things that make memories right those are the things that create experiences and memories you remember for the rest of your life and yeah we became really cool with the janitors uh, at that time and you know we'd always say hi just to try to find a way to sneak in so when we'd see them we'd say hey what's up you know we're just here playing basketball um but those are the experiences that you have when you're Cal State that you remember you know sometimes more than you know that class or that project or whatever you always remember those experiences I remember that was one of those things where um yeah I just enjoyed my time here because that was just one of those cool little things that we did um to make this experience, this whole Cal State Fullerton experience, really fun.
0: Because in college, is what you make of it. It isn't right. No, it won't make their experience for you. You kind of have to participate. You can't just be passive in the background and just expect something to come to you. Expect something to happen. You kind of have to put yourself out there. You got to take some risks. Try something new, and make something of it. It won't make itself for you. So are there any internships that you did while on campus?
1: Yeah. So um, I did one internship um, and I found it on the, the Titan kind of job portal. I don't know if that's, I'm sure that's the thing. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So uh, it was with a magazine at the time. You know, Magazines were a little more popular back then, 10 years ago. Uh, it was called 944 Magazine. It was an entertainment lifestyle magazine based out of Orange County. And I feel like all they really did was obviously they sold the magazine and they distributed that, but they put on awesome events. I mean, DJs and um, that was their whole goal. Um, it was a lifestyle magazine for Orange County and I had an opportunity to intern there um, and I was on the advertising side. Um, So they were trying to sell advertisements in their magazine. Um, So I worked for them. uh, And I feel like that was a really cool experience. I mean, I got a chance to see a little peek into kind of the sales world on the advertising magazine side. Um, But I did a lot of, you know, creating these events. I remember there was one time where I think we blew up like 300 balloons for a party. And that was my whole job for like a week, Mm -hmm. just blowing up balloons the whole time. And I was like, "What are these balloons going to be for?" And I remember we went to the event, and they just dropped them from the ceiling. I was like, "Look at all these people! They don't appreciate all the work I did to make these <laughs> balloons happen." Manually, manually. Oh. yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. if they're falling from the ceiling, yeah, it's helium. Exactly. So yeah, and I just remember like, "Man, look at this! All these balloons, and people just aren't appreciating all these balloons falling on their head while they're at this cool party." Um, but yeah, I did do that magazine, uh, and that was it was really fun. Um, and yeah, had an opportunity to go and obviously meet some cool people there and experience some cool things with those parties and events. And yeah. Fortunately, magazine's not around now, but I still uh, am connected with those folks who did work there at the time.
0: Now we're ready to ask him some of the trivia questions that we have. So starting off, what year did Cal State Fullerton open its doors?
1: Oh man. Is it 50s or 60s?
0: You know, I did mention it at the beginning of the podcast. I know you did. Uh,
1: 6, 58? 58? Close. Close. 57,
0: 19, Oh 57. man. 57. Close. Off. You said you were a family of Titans. I, I expected. know, I said, yeah. okay. what? Who's our school mascot? Oh, it's happy Titan. Uh, what are our school colors?
1: I don't know if they specifically, so it's orange, blue. Is there a specific kind of orange or a specific kind of blue? No, it are just like Okay, orange, orange and blue. And? White? I think it's gray. Gray? Okay. I mean, like,
0: looking at the <laughs> wall, <while laughs> padding on it, it's yeah, orange, gray, yeah. and blue. 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 I think it's orange, yeah. gray, and blue. Yeah. Um. So you already interned. Uh, math, science, or art? Math. Math, math yeah. Like yeah math. I was big in, yeah. Yeah.
1: In high school, yeah, I took some advanced math. Yeah, I always, I was always a fan of, of math for sure. I do,
0: I do like math too. I think you're one of my first guests who is like a math person. Oh, dude. I'm yeah. a numbers person. I love it. That's yeah. why I'm minoring in math. I'm just, oh, yeah. yeah. You get it.
1: You, you, this is a problem. This is a solution. That's the answer. Boom. You, know? you tell me to write a, a big essay novel. Oh, uh-huh. man. That's when I'm like, oh, Bro, dude, I hate that, dude. There's no real right answer. Um, yeah, give me math all day. <laughs>
0: there's no real right answer,
1: but I always <laughs> get the wrong one somehow. Yeah, exactly. Day.
0: So Spotify or iTunes? Oh, Spotify
1: all day. Spotify. Yeah. Why do you like Spotify more than iTunes? So I was big in Spotify when first I came out. And oh, so, okay. yeah, I, I dove all in. Um, I have a channel. My wife has a channel. My kids have channels, so we tend to enjoy a lot of Disney, Mickey, Moana soundtracks now with oh, Spotify. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm all about Spotify. Yeah. yeah and then now guy.
0: they have like the student deal plus Hulu for 4.99. Oh yeah, give me That's on that like, deal. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. You're an alumni. I yeah. know. Yeah, no, I gotta
1: find a way to <laughs> finagle some way to get that. Deal. So I'm all about Spotify. All <laughs> well, day.
0: you were mentioning your son. If he gets into Cal State Fullerton, then you know you
1: could use that. Deal. My brother-in-law's in Cal State Fullerton, so I'm gonna try As to get him. That,
0: him. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> 4.99 for It's a pretty solid deal. That's a solid deal. So, what is the last song you played on Spotify? last song I played on Spotify, I'm trying to think back.
1: I, mean, I, I was listening to Moana soundtrack. I was driving my sk- skits to school, so, yeah. <laughs> on the uh, way here,
0: what were you listening to?
1: On the way here, I was listening to... I'm trying to think. Oh, Dance With Me. Uh, it's a song that's playing a lot in my car. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, it's top hit right now. Who's it by? Uh, let me find out exactly. I'm not too sure exactly, but, yeah, Dance With Me, top hit, Spotify, I mean, that... That's our wheelhouse in my family, in my family car. Yeah, everything from Post Malone, you know, we get our kids to listen to everything. So, oh, okay. yeah, it's funny enough, I have a, a six or seven-month-old daughter, uh, and the only thing that will calm her down is Post Malone. <laughs> so, yeah, it concerns me a little bit because <laughs> it's Post Malone. <laughs> uh, but I mean, uh, it could be worse. It could be, it worse. Could be worse for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, dance with me, Th- that's that's what I'm working on right now for sure. I see.
0: Uh, what about the last radio station?
1: Tones and I. Uh, last or radio or st- like
0: your favorite radio station.
1: Favorite radio station? Um, so I listen to Sirius a lot. Does oh, that okay. Sirius count or does Sirius not count? Uh, so Radio Station, that? Power 106. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 93.5. You know, Big Boy, 92.3. Those are, yeah. Yeah. I grew up, I mean, I grew up in early 2000s yeah. <laughs> and listening to Power 106 growing up. DJ Vice in the early 90s. I was one of those kids where, you know, when... My dad was a DJ as well, Uh, so I was always into like DJing and mixing, and DJ Vice was a big one in the 90s, Uh, so every time one of his playlists would come on, I'd be that kid who'd go get a tape player, put it right next to the radio, push, record, and play, just and the loudest volume just so I can hear uh, DJ Vice, and that was always on Power 106, Uh, so I grew up on Power 106. I
0: see. So, what are your thoughts on Greek life? Greek life? Yeah, on campus.
1: Oh, yeah. my wife was in a sorority uh so i'm cool with greek life yeah my cousin was in a fraternity um they throw some cool parties um i see it wasn't for me uh when i was involved and maybe it's because i had a small kind of short window uh when i was here but i'm not an advocate i mean you build those relationships that last a lifetime so i'm all about meeting new people and if that's an opportunity where you can meet new people you got to pay for it but (laughs) if you meet new people like cool do it you know because you'll have those friends for forever
0: and then you did mention that you were commuting your first year so that did exactly seems like it would make it a little difficult yeah. going to all the events and right right participating right. In all of that so your must read book what is one book that you would have to recommend
1: so i would say a book that's kind of like religiously always with me is uh tim Ferriss' tools of titans um so it's a big book that just talks about lessons learned from you know business owners billionaires you know masters in their own field uh and it's kind of like a big encyclopedia as far as what to do and to be successful and I follow that book and have that book with me all the time because it's just a model to ma- model of the masters right so you want to figure out how to do something you know, you learn from you know people who have done it before uh, and so I I would recommend that book to anybody you know because it's an opportunity to you know experience a little bit of everything uh, from the people who have done it before uh, and it's kind of life lessons from from some of the best in the world mm-hmm. so Tim Ferriss did a great job with that book
0: I see so Can you name a person from Cal State Fullerton who has impacted you the most? Whether it was like a teacher, a friend, some... Mm.
1: So other than my wife, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Wait, okay, so
0: you did not mention that you met your wife in high school. Did she also go to JC before Cal State Fullerton? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so
1: uh, I'm one of those high school sweethearts trying to prove everybody wrong. <laughs> um, so yeah, we met in high school. Went to We both went to JC and we both went to Cal State Fullerton. Oh, okay. um, so she was always my constant support, you know, when I was here. Um, so yeah, she was obviously one of the most impactful people when I was here because anytime I was struggling with the class or in struggling with the project or, you know, just tired with the drive when I was commuting, um, she was that, always that constant support for sure. Um, so I'm glad I had her. Um, um, but I also met, you know, a tremendous amounts of students and friends. Um, obviously, the AMA club. I mean, I, those people were definitely a great soundboard for just different ideas and different stuff to get through Cal State Fullerton. Uh, one of my good friends uh, went to Cal State Fullerton. You know, he was uh, in my wedding. You know, th- I would say that it wasn't just one professor or one person I met. It was the students. It was the people that I met in classrooms. Those are the people that made the experience worthwhile. Um, and I'm always going back to kind of building those relationships. Those are the people that you know kind of built my experience and built my life and built the you know the cal state Fullerton, you know fun when i was here um so i wouldn't be able to say one person but it was a collection of friends that i still hold to the day
0: all right <laughs> kanye, <that's> kanye. <laughs> i think we've been doing this for five minutes talking about Kanye. <laughs> all right and we're back with andrew and we're going to ask him about his ideas on success and any advice that he has to give so first of all i wanted to ask you about anyone that you look up to as inspiration um besides kanye west I know yeah, you kanye,
1: yeah, yeah kanye yeah kanye uh, so one Kanye. Um, see, I hate to be cliche, but you know, my mom and dad were, were really big drivers into success and kinda of what, what hard work means, right, and getting it done. You know, my dad was a truck driver and he drove trucks, you know, to pay the bills. Uh, my mom works at a hospital and I mean, there were days where she took double shifts and we didn't get a chance to really see her. But those and my mom and dad were some of the biggest influences in my life. You know, my dad was a big advocate of like, work hard now, play harder later. Right. And, and I still use that today. You know, you work hard now so that you can afford to play harder later. Right. So, yeah, you can have fun in college. And yeah, I mean, make sure you make the most of the experience. But just know that the hard work you're putting in now is just going to make it so much easier. We're going to be able to play a lot harder later. Uh, and my mom. And, you know, and speaking to success, she's always a big uh, advocate of, you know, success in life is having options, you know, not being able to be tied down to something specifically. Um, so coming out of college, you know, success is having options. Um, you know, I'm done really well in my career where, you know, on the sales side where I've had options. You know, I don't need to work to pay the bills. I, I can go and choose which area of the field I want to work in, you know, whether it's the NFL or motorsports and sports and sales. Um Success and the meaning to success for me is having options to choose what you want to do, choose what you don't want to do. And I'm a big advocate of, you know, go out there, find success, but you got to work hard now uh, in order to have that opportunity to have options in the future.
0: Because it seems like your parents were pretty hardworking, and Mm -hmm. that does the way our parents work, does shift the way that, or shapes the way that we work and the way. Uh, we find out what jobs we want to do in the future and what things we do in college at that time too. So it seems like they put, like they ingrained in you that you kind of have to put in the effort to receive any outcomes from it. Exactly. And yeah, so with success, uh, you talked about how it's being, having the ability to have that freedom in your life because...
1: And I understand that. I mean, the tough times don't last, you know, tough people do. Um, and I've been in tough situations where, yeah, I mean, we were living paycheck to paycheck and, and early on, obviously, right out of college, sometimes that's a situation you have to be in. Um, but it doesn't cost any anything to ask somebody who, you know, has or who you admire to be in right a position that you admire to aspire to it doesn't hurt anything to ask somebody like how'd you get there or what was your path because everybody goes through struggles uh you know you can be a wealthy successful person um they've gone through some kind of struggle in their life and so it doesn't hurt to at least ask or you know it's true i mean starbucks coffee doesn't hurt to you know how much is that really to go and get some time with somebody um so you can always learn from somebody and everybody's gone through their struggles and yeah maybe you don't have as many options you know coming right out of college um but you can find a game plan on how to get out of that. Right. Uh, you can find a game plan to learn and evolve. And yeah, maybe you have to work two jobs or maybe you have to work a job and have that internship or you know maybe you're working that job. But on the side, you're calling people just to say, hey, you know, is there an opportunity to how can I get an opportunity to be where you're at or what did you do uh, to get to where you're at? That doesn't cost anything, you know. Uh, so at least you got to be able to put yourself out there. And it just goes back to being able to network yourself, talk to somebody and, and grow and evolve from there.
0: So what is some advice you would give to people trying to get into your field? Some, let's say, marketing students who are interested in um, sales and interested in sports.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you got to be able to put yourself out there. Um, I found a path where I worked for the Los Angeles Clippers um, and I did inside sales, which was basically, you know, hustling and selling ticket sales for the Los Angeles Clippers. At the time, we had just gotten Blake Griffin uh, and he just broke his leg. Uh, So the team was not good, (laughs) (laughs) not good at all. But you know, I took all those, you know, cuts and bruises on the phone call trying to get people to buy season tickets for uh, the Los Angeles Clippers at the time where the Lakers were winning championships with Kobe and, you know, he was getting fourth and fifth ring. Um, so it was an extremely challenging situation, but you got to at least do it. You know, you got to at least go and try. Um, so if folks who are trying to get into my field, especially on the sales side, go out there and obviously find an internship, um, you know, connect with somebody on LinkedIn, uh, find that inside sales role, because uh, that will eventually evolve into partnership sales, sponsorship sales, group sales. You know, there's a whole bunch of different avenues you can take managerial sales. Um, you know, but it all starts with that first initial step. Uh, and if you're not, there's that job posting that's not out there, connect with somebody on LinkedIn. LinkedIn makes it so much easier now where you can just reach out and ask. Right. Uh, and you can usually figure out somebody's email, you know, searching on the website, you can usually get pretty close, um, or, or give them a call. Um, but yeah, look for those jobs teamworks online always has a lot of cool opportunities that's kind of the sports sales uh job site teamworks online uh and just find that inside sales role and apply for that company you want to be in if you're not getting uh the answer that you want to get through just being another body on a a portal website then reach out via linkedin send them an email say hey what would it take to to get an opportunity to sell for you Uh, but you got to at least you know try and do it and ask because you got to set yourself apart um I know one of the things that I did to set myself apart when I was going down from Cal State Forge and I was living here to go to the interview, which was a group interview for the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, it was a group interview with like seven, eight people. It was probably one of the hardest interviews I've ever been in. But on my way, I was driving out at a Silverado at the time. I, I got rear-ended. It I was in a crash. Uh, and I knew I was going to be late for the interview. So I was like, dang. like So I called the interviewer and said, hey, I got an accident. I'm going to figure out a way to get there please let me get a chance at least interview so okay we got a second group interview session if you can make it i'll let you in i said okay so i took this guy's information so i found out my car was totaled oh my god my silver rod is total so i wouldn't recommend this to anybody but i was like the engine still works he hit me in the back like i'm gonna drive down anyways i don't care uh so i made it down to the second interview and yeah they were picking off people in the group interview session like hey you say on your resume uh you speak spanish tell me tell me something in Spanish. And the guy didn't know Spanish. Like, don't lie in your resume. Yeah. So, boom, got, got him out, kicked him out of the interview. Uh, and one of resume had uh, that he was a receiver for the USC Trojans. Uh He's like, okay, what what receiver were you? What position were you? He's like, oh, I was third string. He's like, so you didn't really play? No, I didn't really play. He's like, well, then what made you, why couldn't you be a starter? Uh, I told his answer, didn't work. Boom, kicked him out. Uh, and then they came to me and they were just like, you know, why do you want to work here? What makes you different from everybody else? Uh, and I remember, the answer I said was I'm willing to get in a car crash, total my car, and still come to the interview. That's how much I want to work here. Uh, but it just goes back to you know, if you want something, go out there and get it. You know, if you want to go and meet somebody in this specific industry in the sports world, just go ahead and send that person an email. Show up. but then just what's the worst that can happen? You know, they say no, we're not not right now, uh, and maybe it's not right now, but maybe it's next year. You know, maybe it's six months from now, maybe it's next week. You know, go out there and get it. And you gotta be consistent yeah. too i mean you can't just be oh i did it one time okay cool let's see what happens no you got to be consistent and i apply that to you know sales as well you know consistency consistency you know follow up follow through you know getting a chance to reach out to somebody one time do that first initial introduction reach out to him again in two weeks send him a call in two weeks send him a linkedin message in two weeks send him a text you know in two months um always being that constant reminder like hey he won't leave me alone maybe there's something to this maybe this guy if he's willing to bug me uh and re- keep reaching out to me you know maybe he would be somebody who would be a good advocate for what we're trying to do and i think that's worked out well for me and uh, building relationships with my clients is that they know i will always be there and i always have their back uh and so yeah i've dabbled in a couple of different industries but i've applied that same methodology everywhere with the 49ers, clippers you know baseball um you know motorsports um i'm always consistent i always follow up i you know over over uh, deliver um, that's been my kind of constant message and so if you are trying to get uh, an opportunity to get into the sports industry that's what you know Kind of us in the sports industry value it's consistency and follow up and following through you know do what you say you're going to do right and don't over promise and under deliver make sure that you're you're under promising and delivering uh, with everything that you say
0: mm-hmm. and it goes back to what you were mentioning before where just because it doesn't work out the first time then it doesn't mean you should just give up like say you mentioned uh, our you email someone on LinkedIn, or you meet someone through it, and if you're not able to get in connected or get connected with them, it doesn't mean that they're being rude or they don't want to talk to you. Their email just not, might not be active, or they might just get too many emails and just didn't see it. Exactly. So it doesn't just mean like, oh, you apply to one place and just end it there. Just keep going back at it, trying other places, and keep following up with people, like you said, and eventually you will get something. So don't just like lose hope right away, and don't give up and just think that it's over. Yeah. You have to keep trying, putting yourself out there, and getting for it.
1: Exactly. It may take a month, it may take two months, it may take five years, but you know be in touch, be consistent. If that's something that you truly want to be in, I mean, just continue to reach out, continue to be consistent um, because eventually, you know, you keep you bug enough. you know, people will be able to listen to you. Uh, and if not, at least it was worth the effort, you know. But at least you said you try. At the end, it always goes back to at least you said you try to do it.
0: If there's anybody that you look up to or any like celebrity or artist who had to struggle to get where they're at, it's not like they got it on their first go. They had to work through a lot of their problems and try and get through where they are. Like, if you listen to any of their biographics or their documentaries, then you'll see that, very few of them have gone to where they are off of like the first try. Most people don't get it on their first try because it just doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. So you can't expect it to work for you like that. I applied to the first place. I'm going to get my dream job through it. You kind of have to struggle for it. You have to work to get where you are.
1: And that's okay. You know, yeah. failing is okay. You know, you learn from it. You fall, you get back up, you know, failing is okay because you actually learn from it. It makes you a better person. Uh, and then you apply those, those lessons that you learn to the next opportunity. And yeah, it's okay to fail the first couple of times, but as long as you don't give up, you're going to be solid. If you can apply that same that methodology, that that knowledge, and, hey, your failure breeds success, um, you'll be okay.
0: I wanted to know, is there anything that you would have done at Cal State Fullerton differently if you were to go back?
1: Um, so I, I really enjoyed my experience at Cal State Fullerton. I don't know that there was anything I would change. Uh, if I would have had more time, I probably would have enjoyed a lot more because I would have had a lot more opportunities to meet people network and um, but I knew that that wasn't the path so if if you know what you want to do and you know what you're passionate with about it and you don't have to go to a, a community college and you can go right into Cal State Fullerton, great you know just make the most of it I got a chance to do you know, a little bit of the club life I met a ton of great people um, had some solid classes and professors for sure that shaped um, kind of my my mindset into getting into the industry um, so I, I would just say time if I can go back I would just say give me a little more time at Cal State uh to really take full advantage of it because at the end of the day, you know, you only have a short window so you got to make the most of it. So if you are here, make sure you're out there doing the best you can, making the most of the experience because it is such a short time frame. It flies by. Um, So just embrace every single moment. Try to say yes, figure it out and you'll be good.
0: And that falls into like general advice that you would give to students. Always try and say yes. You know, if, if it doesn't work out, Oh, well, like things will, you'll figure it out later on. Like you don't have to worry about it before you say yes. Just say yes. See where it leads you afterwards. It's all about the path that could happen. So just go for it. You know, like what's the worst that could happen? If you do try and get a new job, then what's the worst that you can happen? you're just going to beg your old job. (laughs) That's the worst that's going to happen. You just have to go back to your old job. It's not going to be the end of the world. You'll figure something out. And if that doesn't work out, you'll find another job. So it's not like you should be stuck on one thing or just hopeful for one thing. Just... Dabble in everything. See yeah. what works out. See what sticks. If it doesn't, oh well,
1: well. Yeah, be positive. You yeah. know, um, you know, it, it bugged me out when I was at Cal State Fortinet and everybody would say like, "Oh, I hate going to class. or I hate being here. Or, I hate the commute." Like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, it's tough. You know, but tough times don't last. Um, be out here if you're gonna be out here at Cal State and Enjoy every single moment. Be positive because, you know, next you know, you know, you're gonna be at some job where you're like. Going through the in and outs, and you're going to be like, oh man, I I wish I would have enjoyed Cal State Fortin a little more Uh, because you can't have a lot of fun. It it all goes back to how much investment you want to make into yourself and being here um, because they give you a lot of platforms. There's a ton of opportunities like Titan Radio um, to have here at Cal State Fortin but it's only what you put into it. So uh, it's a small window. Make sure you enjoy every single moment of it. Mm
0: -hmm. So, with that, we're going to end the episode here. So, thank you so much, Andrew, for joining us this week and sharing your experiences and wisdom. Connect with Andrew. You're on Titan Pro Network, Mm -hmm. right? So, Titan Pro Network is our very own Titan LinkedIn site where students and alumni can connect among our retired family and that goes back to what you were mentioning before where you should talk to people and see if you could get like an internship or just learning experiences from people so no matter your field or your industry you could still reach out to alumni there's alumni from every single industry and they're able to help you guys if they want to if you want them to read your resumes or just ask them about general advice they're open to doing that so uh you can even like find a mentorship through them and just like shadow them or just learn through what they have to offer so you should join the Time Pro Network today in order to gain those experiences. And if you missed any of our episodes, you can check them out on YouTube by searching for CSUF alumni.